It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. And welcome back. It is Larry Kudlow Show. I am Joe Concha filling in for Mr. Kudlow on the Red Apple Audio Network. Joining us now, the two-time New York Times bestselling author, Latest book, You Will Own Nothing. It is out now. Get it wherever you get books, probably Amazon. That's where I get mine. Carol Roth, welcome to the show. First time caller, long time listener? No, I've actually been on with Larry uh, several times over the years. That's right. You were uh, co-workers yeah. over at CNBC way back when. We were. We sure were. This is true. I think the topic today is, you know, what is a song uh, from the past that you love that is absolutely ridiculous? That's and an I awesome save, question. I will save the answers for the podcast, the list, wherever you can get your podcast. Okay, very good. Mine's I Want Candy by uh, Bow Wow Wow. <laughs> Is that who it was, right? You just say very I Want good. Candy over and over again. I mean, it's, there's actually almost no lyrics, but it's it's fitting. You know, I always want it's candy. It's something we can all relate to, yes. Indeed. But we'll talk about that on the podcast. Anyway. So I want to get to your book first because I just uh, promoted the heck out of it because I really loved it. It, it. it horrified me, don't get me wrong, but it did give me a roadmap as far as what I have to do for my future as far as having something instead of nothing. So why will everybody basically own nothing, like a house, a car, a business, stocks, and your life in general? Yeah, well, I certainly think everybody listening here, you know, following Larry is very focused on what's happening economically. Uh, I don't think that it's a secret that things in the global financial order are shifting. And this is something that happens on a, a regular basis throughout history. You know, the U.S. has been at the center of the global financial universe for about 80 years. But before us, it was the British. And before the British, it was the Dutch. And, you know, as things shift, um, the global elites are doing more and more things to make sure that they come out on top. Um, and in the process, you know, <laughs> seem to be leaving the middle and working class with less and less and eventually potentially nothing. So I was playing off that meme from the World Economic Forum that went around, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. And, you know, whether it's the Fed devaluing our dollars whether it's the possibility for a central bank digital currency, whether it's Wall Street coming into the single-family home market and competing uh, you know, with families for that largest asset on their balance sheet, whether it's the often non, you know, non-existent ROI for college these days, whether it's big tech renting our lives back to us as a subscription or a service, there are just more and more barriers to us creating wealth and we have to, to own that property that has the opportunity to retain value or appreciate in value to be able to have that wealth. So it's just sort of a rallying cry about all the, the things that are going on and a reminder to ignore the elite and what they're saying, but do what they're doing and make sure that you own things. And we're talking to Carol Roth. She is the author of You Will Own Nothing and the co-host of the greatest podcast ever called The List with Carol Roth and Joe Concha. What do you make of – I mean, I – I can't get my head around this. Between these pro-Palestinian violent marches, when you contrast it anyway with the, the, the March for Israel, which happened in our nation's capital on Tuesday, nearly 300,000 people, uh, no violence, uh, no burning of flags, no police officers getting beat up like they were at the DNC by, by these pro-Palestinian, which basically is pro-Hamas protesters. Now I'm seeing that Osama bin Laden apparently wrote a letter to America 
21 years ago, 2002, and it goes up on TikTok, and now all these TikTok users are praising this letter, primarily millennials. I know you don't have children. I want to thank you uh, for, for avoiding uh, the madness that I'm sure some parents are going through right now when they see uh, their teenage kids praising Osama bin Laden, who killed nearly 3,000 people in this country 20 years ago, and marching in these pro-Palestinian protests uh, against Israel. I, I am utterly horrified for the future, and I'm drilling it home to my, my kids right now. The fact that bin Laden's being praised of all people, I, this is just extraordinary to me. I, I want to get your thoughts on it because I know, the obviously, the Israel uh, self-defense uh, against Hamas, I'm not calling it a war, uh, is, is very near and dear to your heart as, uh, obviously, a, a Jewish citizen. Yes. No, I mean, it, it would be the equivalent of being like, well, you know, Hitler had some good points. You know, here, yep. here's some nice things that he said. I heard he, he was a painter. Oh, he did some <laughs> lovely painting. Yet this, this is not the road we want to go down. And I would say that it's a failure of the education system, but I think it's entirely intentional. I think this is what the education system in this country was designed to do. It was designed to create people, young people, um, who didn't have critical thinking skills, who were able to be indoctrinated by propaganda and to be tools of the state. I mean, it feels very much like Orwell's 1984 come to life if you remember, the, the kids in there had a very central role in uh, turning in their right. parents. Um, and it's, uh, it's a very sad and scary time to see these young kids. And, I mean, listen, we know young kids are stupid. We all, you know, rebel and, and say stupid things. But, like, we never sided with terrorists. You know, there was certainly a clear line of our stupidity and the things that we said and the, the, the backlash and the idea that they don't know this very recent history um, and they don't understand you know, the difference between terrorism and self-defense. They don't know what they're chanting for when they say from the river to the sea, yep. yet they're so easily drawn into this you know, victimization and this um, you know, identity politics and collectivism. It's just a really scary time, and uh, it, it's against everything that the, the founders built America on, the principles of the individual being the, the smallest minority that needs protection and uh, you know, the fact that we don't lump people in together based on immutable characteristics or based on their religion or whatnot. Speaking of Chicago, 85% of fourth-grade students there can't read can't read yeah. so they turn to social media and that's just the way that works out unfortunately carol uh, we, we got to go but the book is called you will own nothing the podcast is called the list with carol lost carol roth he meant to say and joe concha this is the larry kudlow show on the red apple audio network back with more in just a moment